What am I willing to do to go get it? I push things aside just to go get it. I know my role and I play my position. You talking too much. Please learn how to listen. I never give up. I'm not quitting. Welcome back to the Y Network, where we interview every job occupation, A through Z, from the trash man to the CEO, and ask them why and how they started their profession so that you can find your dream job, too. I'm your host, Kojo Thompson, and today we have a very special guest with us. It is Michael John Benzea. Now, Michael has been an x-ray tech for over 15 years and has a very, very interesting story for us today. So, Michael, shall I... Yes, indeed. There we go. Now, Michael, how are you feeling today? <laughs> Great. How are you? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. So we are we this. This is a very, very special guest we have with us today. So um, and he's had he has a very interesting story that I think a lot of people want to hear um, because Michael is just not just an x-ray tech, but he's also an actor. So uh, we're going to do we're, this. This is going to be a very interesting one. So first off, let's just go ahead and ask you, you know, why did you become an x-ray tech? Yeah, I originally became an x-ray tech. I was 20 when I got into extra school. I was very fortunate I got into extra school young. But my mother had breast cancer. And given that my mom didn't really know much about the medical field, let alone um, my parents uh, are from Spain and Italy and learning the languages and all that, I wanted to be their advocate. So I w the only way I feel to learn as much as you can is to kind of jump into it. So I wanted to go into the medical field and then her oncologist suggested that x-ray would be the best bet for my personality. And it worked out great. Very nice. Very nice. And let's let's even talk how, you know, because we, we definitely did say in the introduction that you were x-ray tech and yeah. an actor. Mm -hmm. So, like, let's let's see how that uh, progressed. Like, how did that even happen? Yeah, that's that's an interesting story. And that's I attribute to a higher source. I was working as an x-ray tech in the hospital in uh, in New York City. And I said um, out loud, I said, I love what I'm doing, but I just feel like I have so much more to give. And I really want to get out there and um, and have a platform and really be helping people and help them understand their own health so they can be their own advocate. And maybe like two weeks later, a friend of mine sent me an audition randomly. Meanwhile, I always wanted to be an actor. I, I love you know, acting and creating and watching people. So it was always something I wanted to do. And a friend sent me this audition and I went and I ended up scoring a job, minor part. And from there, um, I just started pursuing that, but never wanted to leave the medical field because I love it so much. And I think when you, um, when you envision something, you create it. So I think we're very powerful. And when you connect with a higher source, the two of you together can bring something about. So the acting and the medical field have stuck with me and they both kind of um, transcended. The, the lines have blurred. So my acting jobs are medically based and, you know, vice versa, it goes back and forth. Very nice. And can you like really um, we were talking about mm -hmm. it a little bit before the show, but like yeah, can yeah. you really like talk about, you know, like what the, your specific roles in in your uh, jobs. Yeah. Yeah. In regards to um, X-ray. X-ray actor and like you're, you know, you were talking about how, you know, what you do uh, as an actor, too, and making sure. So go ahead. Go ahead and explain that to me. Yeah. I mean, um, number one, as a as an X-ray tech, you are there. Uh, we get all different types of patients as X-ray techs. It's not um, like other uh, other genres of work where you kind of have your patients. If you work in maybe 
um, the ortho. You're always with your orthopedic patients and that's all you see. You don't see a cancer patient. As an x-ray tech, we are throughout the whole hospital. So we could be in the OR one day, we can be in the ER, we're getting a patient from the cancer center. So you have a vast uh, variety of the patients that you see, which I think is really beautiful because it reminds you of how different um, how all, the, all the struggles are, but yet we're all united and all feel pain and suffer. So that's the one thing that I, I realized as an x-ray tech when I was getting into it. I had a lot of empathy because my mom had cancer, but it, it grows your empathy. It, it, the depths of your empathy really grow. And uh, on the same hand, as an actor, I don't believe that you can really be a great actor if you don't have depths of empathy. You have to understand and feel and experience what this character is going through. So I honestly think being an x-ray tech and being an actor are very similar roles. Very nice. Very nice. Very nice. And uh, so I got to ask you, you know, because mm -hmm. um, we were we, you were talking about that. And yeah, that, yeah. that rolls into my next question beautifully, yeah. because, um, you know, like what, you, what were some childhood hobbies and habits that you think yeah. matriculated into who you became today? Yeah, it's funny because as a child, I was that kid who sat with the adults and my parents really loved that. They, they allowed that. So I would be, you know, five years old, six, seven years old and 14 and coming up to the table with the adults when you're supposed to be sitting at the smaller table, you know, like in the other exactly. room. Exactly. Yeah, I know what the you folding mean. chairs. <laughs> so I would go up to and I'd be doing magic shows. I would uh, tell jokes. I would want to entertain them. I always knew that in me there was this light that I just wanted people to feel good. Uh, whether it be acting or just making people laugh, whatever it was, just speaking to them. And I wanted to be uh, around people. I loved being around people. So I think at a young age, I knew that I wanted to be an entertainer or an actor. I just didn't know what form or what avenue. And I also knew that I wanted to love on people. And I guess that's where the x-ray tech came in. Very nice. Very nice. And uh, with this next question, because you do, you know, all of what you do, um, I really want to know what an average day like is for you. Yeah, average day for me uh, is extremely interesting, I guess, from the outside point of view, because I work per diem at the hospital. So I work two days a week doing the x-ray tech. I work as a consultant on a medical show. So uh, that's basically when you um, watch these medical television shows to make sure the x-ray is handled the proper way. It's not upside down. Um, if they're doing sterile technique, they're wearing gloves, not touching something that's unsterile. I make sure I'm on set to make sure things are going because a lot of actors don't know the medical field. Um, on top of that, I have auditions. I have my managers, my agents. I book my jobs. Um, I did Had a Great Murder not too long ago, uh, Shameless. So I played a doctor on different shows. So if it's the acting job, you get there early, you get to your trailer, um, you know, you go through the, the whole day of the acting world. If it's the x-ray tech job, I get there, I find out if I'm in the OR that day or if I'm just on the floor, if I'm working in the ER or if I got to get a patient um, for an upper GI. We do a lot of swallowing studies. Um, so it ranges. It, it's really interesting because every day is different for me. Very nice. Very nice. So um, and, and let me let me roll into this one because uh, and I think you answered it a little bit, but I really want to hear the answer again. Uh, what do you enjoy the most about what you do? I'd have to say what I enjoy the most about what I do because I'm such a people watcher and I love figuring things out and I love learning people and cultures and, and situations. And I, I honestly watch people in restaurants on how they lift up a cup. Because I think it says a lot about people. Little nuances like that tell a lot about who someone is and their story. So I love learning people's stories. And whether it be on set, learning my character's story or other actors, or whether it be in the x-ray world where I am meeting this person for the first time and learning their story, 
that is probably my favorite part of any job. It's my favorite part of being human, of being alive. Very nice. Very nice. And there's somewhere great where you can learn stories all day long. It is this podcast called The Why Network. Have you heard of it? I had I just heard about it. And when I heard about it, I, that's why I called you. And I was like, we need to speak because I think it's such a number one. You're a great listener. Number one. Number two, I think what you're doing is really smart because people want to go into these professions and they they don't get the inside scoop. Really, they find out just, you know, what is the educational background for it or what do I need to get into the program? But to speak to someone who's actually living it makes such a huge difference. Yes. And I, I, I'm a thousand percent believer on that. And before I even get into the next question real quick, let me uh, just cover this real quick, because, you know, a lot of people see the, uh, the success at the end um, and maybe like, again, as you said, like the little um, stuff that you got to do, but they don't actually see the actual process and success is literally just a process. If you want success, you got to if you would like to bake a yes. cake. You have to know the recipe and yes. how the recipe, you got to know the temperature of the eggs. You yes. got to know how much butter yes. you got to know. A, B, C, D. Yeah. The people who have bake, uh, bake, selling, like uh, bake, love yeah. baking cakes. Exactly. They don't love cakes. Like they don't like the end result product. They love making the cake. Mm -hmm. They love the process mm -hmm. of making the cake. Yeah. And this is just, you know, the process. My podcast is just to um, reveal the process of making whatever you want to make and into your life and you know yeah. just growing and it's just it's it's all about the process and um i really just you know and when, when you were talking about stories i can definitely relate i love listening to stories mm -hmm. you say i'm a good listener because i really and um you know in school i wasn't uh, my parents gave me a lot of stuff for you know um deciding to not to go to college and uh, pursuing mm -hmm. this because I was not a, I was never a person who could sit in a classroom with 30 other students and mm -hmm. have one person talking like it just wasn't me. I will get bored to death. I will want to leave the classroom yeah. immediately. I was a social learner like I needed to talk to you in order to learn. So um, this is just something that I naturally do. And that's just a little bit of my story since, you know, yeah, we're yeah. talking about stories. And but obviously, of course, I have to ask you the back end of the question that I just asked. And mm -hmm. sadly, that is, you know, what do you enjoy the least? Uh, what do I enjoy the least? Let's say um, in the well, the part that I enjoyed the least at first, but then oddly found it very interesting is my first week of um, training of um, internship. Oh, one second. I'm just getting a call. I think I declined it. I'm the worst with social media. Yeah, perfect. Don't worry um, about it. I'm, I'm, I'm editing down. Yeah. So the one part that I, I think that I enjoy the least but definitely has um, changed over time because I've come to in, find it interesting is uh, the first week of my internship, I was in the morgue and I had to, we have to x-ray um, people who have passed away to see if there's foul play. So I think the first week it was um, some bodies that were in a car that flew off a bridge into the water. So at first I'm like, oh my, the smell, you never forget this. This, this is very interesting, actually, this this ties together uh, between both careers, because I had a practice. I went to Stella Adler. It's an academy uh, for acting. And um, I remember a teacher saying to me specifically, she's like, when you walk into that room during an acting practice, she's like, you need to smell that room. You have to truly take in that smell. And I went right back to my first day of x-ray school where I walked into the morgue and that smell sticks with you. It's with you forever. And it elicits a response and it elicits memories and it elicits uh, you know, your whole body feels it and experiences it. So it's interesting that smells that they stay with us. But getting back to your uh, original question. Um, I think that the morgue was the part was the hardest part for me to kind of to find love for 
because it, it was a little eerie to me. But now um, working in the profession so long, you, you start to kind of get used to it. It's anything you do, you get used to it. Um, but if I had to pick a, a least favorite, it would be that. In regard to the acting world, believe it or not, um, the events that uh, are part of the world, there's the craft and then there's the business. And anyone who wants to be an actor has to understand that the craft is very different than the business. And I don't enjoy the business as much as I enjoy the craft. That is a, um, again, like that is a very consistent theme with everybody I interview. It's the administrative part, the business part. That is uh, usually the part that's, you know, kind of like, ah, I don't really, yeah. I don't really like getting involved with that stuff too much. But, yeah. you know, I do love, you know, what I was put on this earth to do. So um, now this is, a, again, like I, from the story I just told this, as you know, is my favorite question. And mm -hmm. that is, do you think that grades mattered in school for the success that you have in your career today? Yeah, I think that. I think school is extremely important. I think the more opportunity you have, the better off you'll be. And people can't hold you to anything because you, you have opportunity. I think knowledge is power. Um, I think one of the biggest per people that say that, obviously, if you ever listen to Oprah, the woman is constantly speaking about how important it is to be knowledgeable, whether it be spiritual health, mental health, um, book smart, just having all this in your tool belt puts you in a whole nother level. So I think that I got to where I am today. I know I got to where I am today, number one, because of the knowledge of knowing myself and knowing the world, which is almost like a form of street smarts, but also book smarts because I was able to get into the program because I started young. In high school, I took college credit classes. Because I took college credit classes in high school, I was able to get into the x-ray program a year early. So because I got into the x-ray program a year early, I was able to graduate early, therefore setting my life in motion. I was able to become an actor because I was already working as an x-ray tech long enough that I knew now I need a different, I, I need a little bit of a switch. So everything happened quicker in my life, if not more rapid, because I had the education behind me. So even going back to x-ray, when I went from an x-ray tech to, I was a radiology manager as well. I went back to school to get my master's. I went back to school to get my master's because I knew that if anyone else was going for that position, that I would seal the deal, not just because I'm good at what I do, but because of the education behind me as well. So I think that I got that role and I got the pay increase because of the knowledge and and the experience yes but also because of the book smart and the and the master's degree so yeah I'm a, big, nice. I'm a big believer on on education on any form whatever you're doing i think it it definitely it can't education can never be taken away from you and i think once you have that um you're just waiting for opportunity and that's something else i, I speak a lot about oprah because obviously i think we can all agree the woman has done the work she understands the big picture and she says that you do the work and then opportunity comes and if you've done the work that's when it hits and it's yes. funny because i'm big on what she what she speaks about envisioning what you want for your career do the work but also envision what you want i had a chance i i knew i was going to meet her um from a young age because my mom followed her career and mm -hmm. i ended up um being at an event that she was at and we got to sit down and actually speak for a good like 10 minutes like one-on-one -on -one. The Very woman, nice. what I said to you before about how you truly listen, I think that is one of the best assets anyone can have. And this, this woman has, and I, I, I do not doubt she got to where she is, but she's good at what she does, but she also listens so well. And when you listen, you take a piece of everything. And like you're saying about education, that's a form of education because like what you're doing right now, you are learning about every different career. And when you're in the room with someone who might be able to help you in what you're trying to do, you have knowledge and you can speak on stuff that maybe you wouldn't have had before. So I think what you do is great. Listening is, is one of the best things. 
Thank you. I appreciate that. And and that's a very that seriously, that's that's a very good compliment to give. And I really do appreciate that. Um, now, let me let me ask you this next question right here. Um, now, uh, this this word is thrown around a lot, but um, I'm going to really break it down for you so that, you know, we can really. And but I, we're, what, oh, I also, what are we what are we cooking? Because it looks good. I'm going <laughs> say hi. For me. I, have, I have no idea. but We'll find I'm out. Sure a little it's later. good. Let me know. I, I'm I'll sure it by. is, too. <laughs> I'm sure it is too. I'm gonna find out later for you. But um, so the the impact word, really, really, what I want to know is, you know, uh, what do you feel that your impact is? And when I say that, I mean like, what are you really devoted to? What's your devotion? I feel that my my impact, my devotion, kind of what my if we were to discuss purpose, life's purpose, I think we have many different purposes. I think we have many different seasons in our life. Currently, exactly. where I am today, where I'm standing right now, I feel like my purpose is um, to to help people understand themselves, mind, body, and spirit. I think too often, and I've worked in the medical field, I've had cases where I have doctors doing exams where we really could go off of symptoms, but because we have the advanced technology, we use it, and because there is, not to get into a, a whole soapbox, but insurance companies, there is a world of the medical field that is a business. Just like I said with the TV world, there's the business, and there are times where the business takes hold and the craft gets put down. And it's the same thing with the x-ray tech world. It's like the business takes over the insurance companies. And I think the whole purpose of where I'm at is to make it sure there's a balance and that we are loving on people, whether it be in the acting world, uh, through the work we do or through the x-ray tech world and making sure we are, we are their best advocate. I just want to make sure the patients and the people are coming first. So I think making sure there's a balance and that money and and power doesn't overtake people and their hearts and their health, mind, body, and spirit. And I think that's really what my purpose is to get out there, to speak for people, um, to speak for almost quote unquote, the underdogs, people who don't, because in a form you're an underdog, if you don't know knowledge on the medical field, and I want to be able to give that knowledge to people so they are powerful in their own health. Very nice. Very nice. I love that answer. And you've been giving me great, great answers all day. But sadly, we are down to that last question. And that last question is, you know, if there was just one, just one piece of advice that you could give there to somebody out there listening right now who wants to be in the position that you're in today, what would that be? The um, there would be two things I would. Number one, make sure that you prepare yourself to understand whether you're going to be an actor or you're going to be a medical professional. You are going to learn so much about the human spirit. You're going to learn so much about humans in general that be prepared to really connect. You allow yourself to connect with another human, whether they come into your world and you're doing an x-ray on them, let them into your world, you know, you're into their world. You're going spiritually going to connect and it's beautiful, but uh, prepare yourself for that. Do the work internally so you are ready to really help, help people who are struggling because they come, they don't come to you because they're happy. Usually they come to you because they're in pain where they're going through something. And the same thing with the acting world. Make sure you're ready to really dive in and, and learn these characters, these, these big ideas, society. It's going to unveil your eyes to society, whether you work in the medical field or you work as an actor. You are going to see society in a different light and you'll never be able to go back. So be prepared for that would be my number one thing to tell people. Number two, do the work. That's that's really comes down to do the work, whether it be the book work, um, if you have to spend the extra hours in the lab, do it now. It will pay off later on. But also make sure you're doing the work internally, because I think when you do the work internally and do the work externally, when the opportunities come, like I said before, you will be set for the goals that you want. 
Very nice. I love that answer. And Michael, it has been an excellent, excellent, excellent interview. I have no, no complaints. Like today was just today's interview. Absolutely perfect. Thank um, you so much. Now, man. I appreciate that. Thank you for your time as well. No problem. And Michael, like if there's any way that my audience can reach yours, whether it's a website, social media, a book, even like it, it, just shout it out right now so I can leave that in the description below. Yeah, I mean, if you if you want to reach me there, um, I'm the world today is so connected. You just type my name into Google. Everything comes up. But uh, yeah, I'm out there if anyone wants to talk or they're interested. Um, I was recently on the cover of the uh, ART magazine, which is our radiologic technologist magazine. So uh, my information's out there. And uh, if anyone has any questions in regards to how to get started as an actor uh, in the business, um, I'm living in Los Angeles and I'm more than welcome to help you out. And anyone who is looking to be an x-ray tech, I still work in that field. So I can definitely guide you along uh, in more detail versus this, this interview. I can go into more specifics. Very nice. And congratulations on being on the cover of that magazine, by the Thank way. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And folks, as you know, there are three types of work, a job, a career and a calling. Most people have a job. You're lucky you find your career, but you are truly, truly blessed if you find your calling. And I really hope that me and Michael helped you find it here today. And that is a wrap. Thank you, man. If you enjoyed today's podcast, make sure to leave a review so that someone else can discover it, too. Make sure to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook and LinkedIn at YI Network for episode updates weekly takeaways, quotes of the week, and much, much more. And if you or somebody else you know is passionate about their job and would like to share their story, email us at whyimpassionate at gmail.com. Again, whyimpassionate at gmail.com. Talk to you soon, folks. And I play my position. You talking too much. Please learn how to listen. I never give up. I'm not quitting. I'm persistent. I'm willing to go the distance. I feel like I'm up on the mount, like I'm pitching. I'm fighting the more.